I used to want to know what it was like to break a bone. Do you know what? Yeah. I have also thought that. I think it's just because a lot of people, well, a lot of people break bones. And right. you see their cast and stuff. Yes. And you're like, why have I not done that? Yes. I fall down. I fall down all the time. All the time. I'm really clumsy. I'm why so have I clumsy. Never, yeah, why have I never broken a bone? I've never a broken bone? a bone. It's weird, right? And I always like... I kind of want to. See, right, okay. So I used to really, really, really want to. Yeah. But as I got old, as I've aged, <laughs> I've uh, had some bone issues. Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> I have a bit of a clicky knee. Clicky and a bit yeah. of a clicky jaw. Like, sometimes yeah. it's a little bit dislocated, so I'm yeah, yeah. less interested. But when I was younger, when I was about seven or something, this girl in my school called Elizabeth, she broke her wrist. Right. And then I think she was playing on monkey bars or something with Classic. her dad or something, but she broke her wrist and then she had a cast on yeah. and everyone was signing the cast. And I was like, oh, I want that. I'm so jealous of Elizabeth. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just wanted to know what it felt like. Like, I know it hurts a lot, but like. And f- I, I genuinely, I find it, find it hard to. Im- so in my mind, it's a bit pinchy because it's sharp, right? Right. So I imagine it's gonna, it feels like it's like. Pinchy. This thing, there's so many different kinds of breaks yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, falling off a monkey bars, that's mm. going to be like a sort of fracture straight through. I imagine, because I don't, do you have nerves in your bones? You must do. Because it hurts, so you must do. You might have nerves attached to your bones. I don't know if you have nerves in your bones. Like actually going through your bones. I don't. Probably I don't not. Actually, why would you? So yeah, no. you probably don't. I don't think so. So where's the pain come from? <laughs> Outside your bones. Because the bone. Is well, that's what I mean. That's why I said I feel like it would be pinchy because if oh, your bone is sharp, yeah. then it's like stabbing your. <laughs> yeah. You no longer want to know. It's like I, well, I haven't I, wanted to. No, break I don't. I don't want to anymore. No, but I didn't. I did in my youth. Yeah. When I was little. No, I did too. I was like, partially oh, because of attention, partially because I was yeah. just curious. Same. <gasps> did I ever tell you that one time a wardrobe fell on me? No. Right. Explain. Okay, so you know those wardrobes where you've got like the wardrobes and then like underneath the wardrobe the drawers? Yes. I think that was what it was like. But anyway, so I was standing on the wardrobe, like in the wardrobe, and I was holding onto the um, the doors. Yeah. I was maybe like five or six. And then I was just swinging, and then all of a oh. sudden it just like slowly went on me, and oh. it, tra- it trapped me in the, <gasps> in the wardrobe. That's scary. Were you scared? It was, yes. Well, oh. I was trapped. Oh. My twin, Amanda, remembers it more than I do. Right, because she was outside it. Yeah, she, she, was, she was concerned. I can imagine she was very it could have absolutely decapitated me. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad you got out. Oh. I'm glad you got out. It's, well, it's yeah. given. Like at all? Like you're glad I just like eventually got out. Of eventually it? got out. I'm As glad you're not still forever. there now. Yeah. I yeah. Feeding like soup under the, the. I used to have a recurring nightmare. Yeah. I had to live in a box. What? Because so there was a program on the computers when you were younger yeah. that my twin and my cousin Hannah and I did, yeah. where you would click something and then your face would part into two, and we just thought it was so interesting, right? Yeah. So like Hannah and I'm, I don't remember the full thing because I haven't had the reoccurring nightmare for years, like over a decade, but they would click on it and then I think. I don't remember, like, they were doing it or I was doing it. Someone was doing it. And then we had, like, an argument while it was happening. And I had the face parted. And then for some reason, we had an argument. So Hannah wouldn't tell me how to close my face back up. <gasps> she just never told me. So I had to live in a box because my face was in two. Whoa. Yeah, it was really dark. That's scary. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it you just, you've just awakened a really deep memory in me. Okay. The, there's a Winnie the Pooh film. Love that. Where they go to Skull Rock. Uh-huh. And it's easily one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. Winnie It's a Winnie the Pooh film. Uh-huh. And they do an expedition to Skull Rock. 
And when they're in Skull Rock, I don't know why, I watched it at, like, very young, like three, and I had so many nightmares about it. And the only stuff I remember is the scary stuff. Oh. No, but honestly, now I want to watch it again to see actually what what. what but it's not as scary. No, it won't be. Well, well, yeah, true. <laughs> well, it's a Winnie the Pooh film, isn't yeah. it? But, like... Yeah. Honestly, that film actually because you've awakened now. Now I'm thinking back to it now, and it's like all I can remember is the feeling of watching it. I can't remember actually what happened in it. I just remember being. Scared. Why do you remember the the name though? If you were three, I don't know. Well, that's the thing though. I remember they went to Skull, and then and then it turns out. So, but what happened was spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen this film. <laughs> Christopher Robin goes to school, and he writes "gone to school." but he spells it wrong. And Owl, who can't read but insists he can, reads it and says, gone to skull. And then they do this expedition to this rock shaped like a skull. And it's in the middle of the night and it's all really, really scary. And then they wake up the next morning and the skull's not, not scary at all. And they go back and it's like, no, I was just at that school. That familiar, but I don't know if it's correct. Mm. If what I'm thinking is what it is. Yeah. have cube-shaped poo. Ew. They poo in cubes. And this week, scientists think they figured out how they do cube-shaped poos. Okay, I was going to ask that. Exactly. Well, that's what they figured out this week. Uh So you'd think it would be something like their, and I don't want to get too graphic, but their bottom Uh squeezes it into Into a cube shape. Or another theory that that a lot of biologists thought was absolutely ridiculous Mm. was that they shape them into cubes after booing them, (laughs) but they don't do that. But it's no, it's it happens early, uh, like further up in in the gut. They have some bits of their intestine are more muscular than others, and they do this sort of really rhythmic stuff that contracts it and builds corners in into stuff and makes it. So yeah, so and they discovered this by they did some they did some CT scans of a live one that to kind of have a look you know ethical yeah. and they went to the ethical board <laughs> but it was discovered they they realized it happened in the intestine and not at the bottom when um they found cube-shaped poos still inside uh, an animal that they found that had died what why why is that okay why do they poo cubes yeah so they don't roll away so the poo doesn't roll so away so the poo doesn't roll where do, away where do they poo they use the poo to mark their territory and sometimes they do it on slopes and they don't want the poo to roll too far and also they communicate a lot by smell so the poo can be used to talk, talk so to the bottom other. line is it's cube shaped because they want to keep it close yeah it's poo shaped because they don't want the poo to stray too far from them they want to keep you know keep keep, keep your keep your friends close and your poo closer that's the wombat way <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, so they they finally figured out what how how they how they do cube shaped poos. And they never knew this. And they've how long have they known that there's cube shaped poo? For a long time. And they never they've just discovered. It's that. very difficult to it's very difficult to do because you know you how to can you? A wombat? Well, but even if you have a live wombat, how are you gonna? Let's just suppose, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I suppose it wasn't important enough for them to think to give it a CT scan. Yeah, exactly, because they're really expensive. CT scans. CT scans. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. No, wombats. <laughs> <laughs> no, poo. Do you, want, do you want to know another... This is not related to the story, but do you want to know another fun fact about wombats? Yes, it is. 
They, they're, so they're marsupials like kangaroos. Mm-hmm. And they have pouches for their kids. Yeah. But their pouches are upside down. So what? So the kids are upside down inside their pouches. Well, because they're on all fours, so oh. they're actually backwards. Because wombats dig a lot, and oh. if the pouch was facing forwards, they'd always get dirt in the pouch. So when you see a wombat like that, they they actually have the little ones facing out oh, the back. They won't get the dirt in. So their they don't faces. get the dirt in their faces. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. That's nice. They're, they're so they're so great. And wombats. you started talking about their poo. Like they don't have more to offer. Yeah, they've got far more to offer. They're great. <laughs> I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen a wombat in real life. Where Where are they? Well, apart from zoos, they're in Australia. Have you been to Australia? No, I've never been to Australia. I suppose that would answer why you've never seen them. Right, but I have a feeling no, I, I may have seen. Well, I, I have a feeling I may have seen one in a zoo. Okay, I don't. I don't. The thing is, I've been to to zoos yeah. a few times. I don't really like them. They upset me a bit. I understand. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, I, ha- I don't. I don't. So I don't go to them anymore. But the times I've been to them, I I don't. I don't remember what animals I've seen. I remember specific ones based on how horrible it was. So like when I went through the bat enclosure because it freaked me out. Because you know what I'm like with birds, they scare me. That's fair. Yeah. And the the fruit bats and the fruit bats fly through every. Like basically every gap uh. that's there. So I was with people, and it was just it was going through in between us. So that freaked me out. So the bat enclosure was horrible. So like, wait, so because you're standing close together, a fruit bat looks at the gap between two of it you, will fly and it's between like the gap. I'm going to fly between those two people. Yeah. Wow, that's like specifically designed to freak people out. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. But the thing, I don't know. Obviously, they were flying through open spaces or whatever. But there were definitely there was space around us. But no, they would fly. They through were picking you. you specifically. Well, no, well, not you out of everybody, but like the the group of people that you were with. They were. Well, just there were other people in the enclosure, and they would just fly through people. But the thing is, I was walking through it, right? And have I told you this before? Potentially, I think so. But... I was walking through it. I was freaking out, squealing as you do, uh-huh. as I do when I'm scared. And then the guy that works there stopped, and he was like, "Why are you scared of the bats?" <laughs> and we were inside the enclosure, and I was like, "Because they're scary." And he was like, "There's," the... and he was talking to us about it, asking me questions, and I said, "I'm quite clearly freaking out." But I was standing there for ages, it was horrible. Anyway, so I remember the bats. I remember... Was the room dark? Yes. Yeah, I thought, because they always yeah, keep... pitch black. Yeah. And I remember... Well, not pitch black, but... That's going to be more scary, because, like, well, can't yeah. see them coming. Well, exactly. Ugh. I remember, the, although, just before that, or just after... I think just before that, I was in the butterfly enclosure. Uh-huh. And that also scared me a little bit. Uh-huh. They're very... They're, for one, there are a lot of butterflies. I can imagine that can get quite They do get all in your face. Like, they mm. like... They, you know, they sit on people. People like it, but I don't like it. So that's mm. not for me. There's something about just flapping happening yeah, close to your I face. Yeah, don't like, I don't like it at all. That's fair. So I was upsetting. And the other one, there was like a big cat, which was pacing. And that's when I decided I don't like, I don't like zoos anymore. Yeah. Because I, you know, it's stressed and unhappy. And I yeah. think, I think I saw a sloth. Oh. But from high up, so I don't remember. But properly. Anyway. That's cool. I don't remember a lot of the animals I've seen. That's fair. Yeah. Zoos definitely. I mean, did you see Tiger King? Yes. Yeah. They were not happy cats. They were not happy I hate Carol Baskin. I hate everybody she's, in that show. Yes, I know, but she's supposed to be the good one, and I think she's horrid. I don't get that. She was on, she was on like, Celebrity Dancing on Ice yeah. after it. She doesn't deserve that. No, she's she awful. She's, she's, 
She's awful and she killed her husband. Do you think? Yes, 100%. And fed him to the tigers. 100,000% she killed her husband. I don't have the slightest doubt in my mind that she got. She's a a horrible... I hate her. And then then the thing is that she does these things. She's like, oh, you guys aren't treating the animals well. And then she does the exact same thing. She was doing the exact same thing. Except she doesn't pay her staff. She's a cult leader, right? Yeah. It's culty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I was not a fan of that. No. Oh, man. Did you hear that the Tiger King, the guy, you know when Trump was... Joe Exotic. Yeah, you know when Trump was doing all the pardons at the end of the day? He thought Joe Exotic was going to get one. No, Joe Exotic thought he was going to get one. Yeah. He he hired a limo. He had a limo waiting for him outside the prison because he was so certain that Trump was going to pardon him. Why? I have no idea. What an inflated sense of ego. Well... Yeah, it's well, Joe yeah, Exotic. Yeah, it's Joe Exotic. Yeah, but... And he didn't... He didn't. Ah! <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm not... I mean, yeah, he hired somebody to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I realise they gloss over a lot in Tiger King, but he hired somebody to kill somebody else. He did, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not... That's not cool. And he hired a limo. It's like, ah, yeah, the President of the United States. Yeah, but it was Trump, though. I know it was Trump. He would have. He pardoned. Didn't he pardon Lil Wayne? He did pardon Lil Wayne. What did Lil Wayne do? I, I, I never... actually don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't aware that he was um, in trouble. I didn't know he. Yeah, I didn't know he was in trouble. I didn't know. But I mean, but it's Trump though, so it's, I can imagine him just pardoning all celebrities in prison. I can imagine him doing that as well. Which I think he did with the main ones. Yeah, because he knew Lil Wayne. Or well, he was. He was. Well, he'd he met was him. Supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. People supportive of Trump makes me do that. Ugh. Makes you go. Makes me go. Ugh. Yeah, it's gross. What's your story? So the title, mm-hmm. the title of the article: mm-hmm. Naked mole rats have unique dialects and are incredibly xenophobic. <laughs> <laughs> They're racist. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So they're very social rodents. Mm-hmm. They live in multi generational colonies under the earth. That's fascinating. So each colony has up to a th- about three hundred rodents, and then there's a queen at the top. So the, who's the only mating female? And then under the queen, like ants, they have different roles. So each so different ones have different. Well, I'm just no. I, I, my brain's shocked. going haywire. Okay, this is great. So they're assigned to different roles, including soldiers that protect the colony. He's like ants, right? Mad or bees or something. So yeah, so that's how it is. But each colony has their own dialect, and it's also specific to each queen. So while the queen is there, they have so all the the rodents underneath it. They have a very specific dialect. So she enforces that that's what they speak. And then when she dies, then there tends to be a little bit mayhem because people start to get all shit and then they change their dialect a little bit and then they try to put it, it's very dramatic. But anyway, so they're xenophobic. So when a rodent comes in from another colony, they use the dialect, they speak different and they don't like them. So usually when it's an adult, they kill them. They... When it's If it's a child, they teach them to speak like them. Whoa. I know. Horrid. That's crazy. And apparently they can incredibly violent. Are they really violent? Yeah. Do you know why that's fascinating? Because obviously, so the trait of like very strong social structures in colonies stuff, that's called eusocial, so EU social. But normally that's only bugs. Normally like swarms of things like ants, bees. To have like a mammal, like a really complicated creature that is eusocial and has like a queen structure, Mm -hmm. that's really interesting. And it is autophobic. And they're, and they're racist. And they're racist. Other fun facts about mole rats. They live to their 30s. 
They're re- they seem to be resistant to cancer. I heard that. And they are immune to some pain. They're immune to some pain? Mm. What, like, what kind of pain? Like, physical pain? Well, <laughs> imagine it's not heartbreak. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, okay, okay, fair, I guess all pain is physical, but I mean, like, like there's a pain I of, don't like, know which a pain. tummy ache, but there's a pain of, like, getting stabbed. Well, I doubt naked mole rats get stabbed. Well, claws. <laughs> I, I don't have as much knife crime in a, in a colony, is what no, I'm saying. No, no, I can imagine not. I, I, I'll Gun crime, even less. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> I didn't look into it that much. <laughs> the cancer resistance thing is interesting. It is. Because they study them for that. But it's weird, though, because, right, so I understand, so the way cancer works is obviously um, mutation in the gene or DNA, whatever, uh, cells not working as they should, blah, 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 blah. And considering everything has cells, technically speaking, it makes sense for everything to get cancer. Yes. Uh, potentially at some point. Yes. So, but I've never, I never think about cancer in anything other than humans. Yes. But obviously other animals do get cancer, but I never think about it. But when you do think about the fact, like, exactly what cancer is, it's really weird that there's something that wouldn't get cancer because why, why are your... How? For one, why are your cells so on point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why yeah, are they yeah, not yeah. making mistakes? And or they probably do make mistakes, but then their body just mm. fights it. But what I don't I don't understand. That. Well, so there's an interest, really interesting phenomenon, right? So bigger animals have more cells. Mm-hmm. So you'd expect that the bigger an animal is, the more likely it is to get cancer because it has more cells that could mutate and go haywire and yeah. grow into a tumor. Yeah. But it turns out that the opposite is true. The bigger an animal is, the less likely it is to get cancer. Like, blue whales basically never get cancer. Elephants basically very rarely get cancer. Mm. But smaller animals, like rodents and stuff, get get cancer more than humans do. Oh, well, I don't know about humans, but more than you'd expect. And scientists have no idea why. Well, do they get more more cancer or more severe cancer? Well, this might be the thing. Maybe they get tumours, but since they're so big... And the tumours are small in comparison, doesn't bother them. Well, this is the thing. So there's, you can have cancer. So the cancer tends to start somewhere in a cell or a group of cells. And then it can, was it metastasize? Metastatize. Metastasis. Metastasize? Mate potential. They they can spread. (laughs) (laughs) Spread to other bits. So is it... That because they're really small, maybe the 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 functions of the body are a lot more involved in each other. I reckon it could be that. Because obviously, in a, in a human being, there are some a lot of off everything is connected to your brain, obviously, and a lot of things are connected. So this bit makes connects this bit, and this bit talks to this bit, and blah blah blah. But there must be some parts of the body that aren't really in conversation with each other. But maybe with the really really small animals, they don't have that distinction in different parts all of their body. Together. Well, not based on proximity, which obviously yes, but also maybe it's that each part of it is very very involved. Yeah, could do for some. I think for mammals and stuff. Generally speaking, all mammals have the same internal layout. Well, m- m- similar internal layout. But when we're talking about animals, will we only talk about mammals? Well, no, this is the thing. So, oh, okay. with mammals, I imagine that. I was that, thinking but about, s- like, hummingbirds and stuff. Yeah, and, like, bugs and stuff. Mm. Bugs? <laughs> Just to point out, it's raining. Yeah. So there is a chance that listening to this afterwards, people listening, you might hear some rain. If yeah. you do hear some rain, I'm saying it now. If you haven't heard it yet and then you hear it further, just have a pee now. Now. 
go pee. Pee now. Listen that to would rain. actually make me pee, you know. The rain? No, being told Someone to pee. telling you pee. I have this thing where if someone says... So if I'm on a night out or something. Yeah. On a night out, like I've been out. <laughs> when, you, when you're on a night out? When was the last time that happened? It was, like yesterday? Approx a, a year. <laughs> so when, <laughs> when I would be on a night out and somebody would say to me, do you need to pee? I will need to pee. Do you need to pee now? I could. It's not. That's not funny. It is, I could, it is I could, very funny. I could pee now. But that's the problem. So normally that happens anyway, but then if on a night out, obviously I've had alcohol, so it, I would just go. Even more, go. Yeah. But people would do that just to get me to go to the toilet. Like I, have a fr- <laughs> I have a friend who was told about this, and so if she wanted to go to the toilet, she would just be like, Gemma, do you need to pee? And then I will. Very good. I know. Well, like, to be fair, being able to pee on command is a really useful skill. Well, it's no. not quite. It's not your friend's command. It's not exactly. It's command. not my command. <laughs> Someone else is commanding me to pee. Yeah, that's not not ideal. No. No, I haven't been on a night out in years. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad because you only just graduated. I only just graduated. You shouldn't have a. You it shouldn't be multiple years since you've been on a night out. No, because you have. You graduated about a year ago. Yeah. Oh, well, year and is, a half. Yeah, year and a half. Like, yeah. We're coming up to two, which feels weird, but we are, like, not coming up. June isn't coming up, but I graduated in June 2019, which is longer ago than it feels because of the pandemic. Yeah. I feel like, based on the fact that you, okay, you graduated less than two years ago, mm. so I feel like maximum your last night out should have been about two years ago. Yeah, exactly. But actually, in, in, in reality, it was more like three or four. That is so sad. It is really sad, yeah. Well, well the pandemic's over. Get out on the town. On the town? Yes, we shall... Cambridge. Atta- yeah, Cambridge. <laughs> it's a student city. Yeah, but... I'll get Nathan to take us out. Nathan's my brother. <laughs> for those for those listening along has at Cambr- home. Has Cambridge... Has Nathan been out in Cambridge? Yeah, of course he has. I don't know how long he's been at uni. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you don't. No, this is his fourth year. Oh, golly. Yeah, yeah. well, he's been, he's been there a while. <laughs> yes, he has. He's 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 very well versed in Cambridge's nightlife. Okay. Oxford also has a great nightlife. Does Cambridge have a great nightlife, though? Yeah. Really? From what I've heard, yeah. Where? There are clubs in the centre. There are clubs? Of course there are, yeah. I mean, of course there are. It's a don't city. say again it's a student. <laughs> it's a city. Yeah, but... Fair enough. I, I will stop saying of course as if it <laughs> But yes, Cambridge has clubs. Okay. In the centre. I have no. Okay, so I've been in the centre. I have no idea where they would be placed. Yeah, they often get tucked. So what was um what was Manchester Liverpool like? Liverpool had um, a square. Ah, and that's where all the clubs were. Most. Interesting. Got what it was called, but there was an area where there was a bunch of clubs, and then there were others dotted about. Manchester had like a bunch a bunch of random clubs in the because cities bigger obviously yeah Manchester's I've actually never been to Manchester lovely and then so but there would be random ones dotted about but then there was the gay village which is a very long strip of gay clubs right but you come across you come across bars and stuff like here I've come across pubs yeah and restaurants yeah and shops yeah I haven't seen anywhere where I can imagine someone getting drunk like where they're supposed to get drunk people get drunk at restaurants but you ideally shouldn't yeah have you explored the centre of Cambridge much? I've been around. Yeah, but like... Went for walks. <laughs> right, fair enough. Went for walks around the centre. Fair. So there's a really nice there's a really nice bar there. I mean, this is going to be very cent- Cambridge-centric. But there's there's a nice bar there um, that I had a coffee in once. <laughs> well, this was like... I moved to Cambridge bef- like just before the pandemic, basically. I moved December 2019, I moved here. Uh, and then, then lockdown, exactly. I did do a lot of pubbing in the, those months. 
but like I didn't go out out. Did you do bars or no. pubs? No, pubs. Why? That was what was going on. Um, I didn't have like a specific set of friends I was going out with. Uh, I was more going on like pub crawls and pub meets. Like, so I went on this online thing that was like, hey, it was called like meetups.com or something. And you just be like, hey, what's what's happening in Cambridge? And then there was this pub pub crawl advertised. And I was just like, yeah. I can't up. imagine ever wanting to do that. Well, I had just moved to a new city and didn't know anybody. I also did the same thing. I could not imagine it wanted to do that. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I did move in not knowing anybody. Yeah, that's fair. But I was I didn't I didn't want to Just know. rock up to a pub and be like, hey. No. Yeah. At, at all. Fair. Not even a not even a little fair bit. Enough. It was fun. It's good that people do it because oh, people yeah. have people meet people. I always wonder how do adults make friends because you know when in when you're younger you go to a specific school and you go to specific yeah. activities or whatever. And I always thought, how do adults make friends? Right. But I know that ways, some ways that adult, adults make friends, I wouldn't want to do. Uh, yeah. So therefore, I always have it in my mind whenever I move somewhere that I'm never going to make friends. Also, I do. Yeah. Evidently, here you are. Well, well, I don't count because we knew each other before. Okay, fine. My other friends. Are... Okay. <laughs> but you count too. Yeah, fair enough. We didn't I do. hang out when we knew each other before. Yeah, that's fair. Tim used to ignore me when we knew each other I... before. Look, I. I. When I was 16, I was, it was a very difficult time no. for me. It was a very difficult time for me. I blocked out much of that time from my memory. Mm. It's, you know, I was going through a lot. And I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. very fortunate he got this many chances to be a friend. Oh, honestly, tell me about it. It's like, not not second chance. Of, uh, uh, this is... This is up I think we're in, oh, well, I was going to say double digits, probably. I, yeah, I was, I was giving a prox. You give yeah. me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. Like, I've been. You know, you've given me tens of chances. <laughs> the pub stuff was good though. I've met. I met some of my closest friends through through that pub trip stuff. That's beautiful. That's yeah, great, isn't it? I'm so happy for you. Yeah, thank you so much. You do have more, more friends than I do, so. But no, I've been here longer. No, in general. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, do your Twitter followers count as friends? No, my Twitter followers do not count as. Well, some of them do. The friends on Twitter. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, like, you know, they're Twitter follow. They're not followers. They're not following just me, and I don't follow them back. It's like I have friends from Twitter. Yeah, but I wouldn't say all one thousand seven hundred of my Twitter. All right, followers, you'd have to put the number. All uh, over a thousand, nearly two thousand of my Twitter followers. They're not all my friends. Just most. <laughs> uh, horrid. On Twitter famous. Follow me at TimLeak65. Did you actually just do that? Always be plugging. <laughs> <laughs> Always be plugging. Right, okay. Someone's going to go through your Twitter that you're not going to want to go through your Twitter. People at work go through my Twitter. Is that the worst of it? Is that, is, are those, out of all the people that you wouldn't want to see your Twitter, is work the worst? Probably. Really? My grandparents? Yeah. It's probably my grandparents. I hope they find it. You hope my grandparents find my Twitter? Yes. Right now. That'll be an interesting conversation. Right now. Grandparents, if you're listening. <laughs> grandparents. Don't go on my Twitter. <laughs> go on his Twitter. It's Tim Lee's. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter's... Actually, I, that was a fake. Uh, I, I Actually, my Twitter account is something else. You don't need to. <laughs> I have basically nothing with my full name on it actually except this the copyright for this but other than that i don't have anything that has my full name on it ever wow fair. i do have facebook but facebook's not public public it's mm. public but it's public ish facebook's probably what uh, not facebook i'm saying it's probably wise not to have your full name and stuff i've just gone full in like yeah tim leach that's me i know l-e-a-c-h <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I don't. I always just, I don't, the thing is, I don't like, I don't like people finding me mm. on social I just don't like it. But people do. They mm. still do. Right. But it's limited. Sure. Because I don't. So I don't have the issue that you have where I have people that I don't want to find me finding me. So I have, so I don't share my stuff out, but my friends come across my things. Yes. Which is fine because they're my fine. friends. yeah. yeah. Whereas if I had my name and everything, then you'd end up having colleagues, for example. Yes. I have some colleagues, but those are friends. Friend colleagues. Mm. But no one's stalking me by accident. No. I don't imagine anyone is me either. Sorry. I said I don't imagine anyone is me either. Stalking you by accident. Mm. Do you remember when your your Twitter came up in a call at work? <laughs> <laughs> that keeps happening. They keep people people from work keep sharing my um keep sharing my Twitter account in the work Slack, which is really funny. But I'm always like, please don't go on my Twitter and everyone's like, Oh yeah, follow him here and they post a link to my Twitter page. And I'm like, guys <laughs> I just said This is my work. this is work. I always I always tell them, Don't go on it, it's not safe for work. That's what I always say. Because I don't know, is communist propaganda safe for work? It depends on your work. Mm, probably shouldn't talk too much about my work. Right now or on case, Twitter? Right now. In oh. case they get cross. Yeah. Okay. Tim doesn't have a job. I don't have a job. I'm unemployed. Tim's Tim is employed. <laughs> that was a long pause. T- well, no, I almost want to keep that entire pause in the no, broadcast. It's, but... <laughs> it's because when you said you're unemployed, and I thought that's actually not bad. We're in a pandemic. It's pretty, you know, mm. chill if you're unemployed. So mm. I'm trying to think of something that's that's bad. That's not unemployed. That's bad. That's not unemployed. So, it's not. You're not okay. So when I said you don't have a job, uh, oh, sure, I don't know. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. We've probably got enough now. Yeah. Okay. Let's stop. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Probably. <laughs> <laughs>